creation, waste, eagerly for the manifestation of the ambassadors. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. You know, it is where you are playing pool with your friend, okay? And then as you are playing pool, he's just putting in each and every ball non-stop. Okay, <laughs> he's not even getting That's the way it is. It's like whitewash. You are loaded with miracles. I want you to know, you are a miracle worker. But I God has appeared. Yes. Just things that you didn't even plan for. You didn't. You, it's something that wakumbira na kumbira. It's not really. It's not. It's not something that you need. Like you really want. It's a necessity. Just something that. Just because you saw it with someone, you also want to have it. In word. In purity. In your lifestyle. You are not of the earth. You are from God's kingdom. We are all ambassadors and everyone has been sent on this earth to do something. How you need to carry yourself as an ambassador. I've got the keys for the inbox. It's <laughs> <laughs> an issue of uh, serving. Other than investing, it's just an issue of saving. You don't have to have huge amounts of money for you to save your money. You start little by little. The Bible says we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And God has given you that message for a purpose. And God has sent you in the field that you may speak his word to the people that are lost, that they must come back to God. All of you just to you've taken your time to just come and attend the meeting. It's really an honor. We do not take this um, for granted. Yes, um, if, uh, we have started late. Uh, we're just going to open in a word of prayer. Yes, so we're just going to open in a word of prayer before we give uh, a recap of what we've been talking about. So let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to say thank you for this opportunity. We thank you, O oh Lord, for bringing us together in this uh, platform, O oh Father God, just to learn and share the things, O oh God, to your glory, Father. I pray that may you open our uh, our to understand. May you open our ears to listen, O oh God, and grasp and accept it in everything that is going to be taught to us. That will be in this place, O oh God, may it be profitable to us, O oh Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, we acknowledge your presence in our lives, O oh God, and let everything that is going to be taught here, O oh God, be profitable to us, O oh God, and that we may, be, we may use it to our environment and be necessary to the people in our environment, my Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray, Amen. Amen. Can I see hands? That we are here 
just indicate by a raise of hand or just comment in the comment section saying that you are there so that we know that you are there. Yes, I can see those hands. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Angoezi. I see people are coming in and uh, they are all here today. Uh, yeah. Um, we are continuing with, the, with uh, what we started on Tuesday. Uh, on Tuesday, we were talking about, yes, I see you, Emma, there. On Tuesday, we were talking about financial discipline. Uh, we started the topic, though, uh, on Tuesday, most people were having uh, trouble with the network. I pray that today is not the same. Today, it's a, it's a different case. I can see people were geared for today, even if you are late. So we started talking about financial discipline. Uh, a lot of things were talked about. Questions were brought. Um, I believe since today is our final day for this meeting, for, for this topic, we are going to answer those questions and just conclude on what we started talking about. Amen. Um, also, uh, just a recap for those of you who are not there. Um, I won't say much. Uh, we're still using the same speakers. They will do a recap on what they were saying and then just continue with um, today's theme uh, by going in detail, more in details. Then at the end of it all, we'll be answering questions. So as they are talking, as they are talking, if you have a question, or since the last time we spoke, you have a question in the comment section. Write your question in the comment section and we'll be able to address it. Uh, I'll be taking note of those questions. Um, write them down per comment. If you don't know where, um, just inbox me. You can box me on WhatsApp uh, your question and then we'll, we'll put it. Amen. Are we together? Are we together? Yes. So if you've got a question from what was talked about on Tuesday and what will be talked about today, please write your questions and we'll have time to address those questions. So without wasting much of our time, um, we'll, we'll allow the first speaker, okay, he's in the house. Okay, uh, like like you've seen, our, um, our topic is financial discipline and basically he was talking about, um, he was talking about, uh, Saving. He was talking about uh, where to invest your money, how to save, and uh, the three principles that he talked about about um, money. I forgot the name. There's a breaking of ambi that I couldn't hear anything. So it, it, it all centered on money. He was actually recapping on what he started talking about last week, uh, last Tuesday. So you can just give us what you have on that. What you have prepared for us concerning that? Okay. Uh, first of all, I would love to say uh, by now, we, I believe we all understand what money is. Just briefly, it's a medium of exchange that is agreed upon individuals for the exchange of goods and services. So, there is one key matter of money. Money is a moral. 
A-M-O-R-A-L. That is the nature of money. Money knows no morality, no immorality, or righteousness, or no righteousness. Anyone can have money. Are we together on that one? Anyone yes, can yes, have money. Yes. yes, anyone can have money. A believer, a non-believer, it doesn't choose. But money will only follow or work for people that have certain principles that it works with. So the uh, previous speaker talked about saving, which is a very critical point when it comes to financial discipline. But with me here, I'm just going to run down uh, some certain financial principles. There are 12 in total. We'll go through them and then we'll look at the purpose of financial management for you as a believer. What is the purpose of financial management? So the first item that I have on the fundamental principles of financial management is you need to organize your finances. What do we mean by this? Organizing your finances. You should know how much is coming in and how much is going out. And to for what purpose is your money going out? So under this, we introduce another principle of you as a person being frugal. Uh, frugal means somebody that is principled or very careful with how they spend money. Others mistake it for stinginess. There's a difference between that. But frugality of money is where you prioritize where money goes and you just don't give out money anyhow for the purpose of giving. Every money that you have has got a purpose. So organize your finances. Know where your, the priority of your finances are. When you receive money, you should never at any point have money and you've got nothing to do with it. That's a recipe for failure or poverty for lack of a better term. Every time you should always prioritize have a focus, a vision, a plan on where you want to take your money and how it is going to be used. So prioritize and organize your money, your finances. So your finances is, could be probably the money that you have for starting up a business or your salary that you are saving up to start a business. Remember in the first uh, lesson that we had, I encourage people to save for their startup businesses as opposed to borrowing. So, number one, organize your finances. Number two, and this is very critical, spend less than you earn. You see, money is very funny. Money is supposed to work for you as an individual. You are the one that gives directives to the money and not the money giving directives to you. 
uh, we've read certain adages where people say uh, money talks. No. The possessor of the money is the one that makes the decisions. So, stick to your plan. Stay focused. Never you spend more than you get. Because that way, it's also another recipe for failure in your endeavors because you'll be in perpetual debt. For example, you are currently working with a job that is paying you 4000 and you've been managing in 4000 you've been thinking of probably starting up a business or probably building or whatever plans you have in store to advance your life or to make it a means of generating extra income for yourself and then you get another job that pays you say 7000 so in most instances you will see people begin to borrow even before they get paid that is a very bad advice so in such situations normally it is recommended that for a while you maintain the same standard until such an extent whereby you have saved and invested into something that it is bringing for you then you gradually move never you spend more than you earn if you have to buy anything normally it is encouraged you save for it anything beyond your means anything you purchase that will leave you in destruction or desperation to the extent of lacking the basic necessities in the household unless maybe in certain rare circumstances but if that is a trend where you buy stuff and the other necessities of your home or your personal life are affected just know you are not ready to purchase that thing you are living an exorbitant life which is way above your income and the danger of that is that you will be perpetually in debt because you always want to satisfy your ego whatever comes up you are driven by your ego but it is important to know at what stage you are in life and where you are going what you are capable of managing at that particular stage containment because growth in itself would tell you what you are capable of purchasing and not purchasing and purchases in two folds there are certain things you can be able to buy them cash or you can save for them but avoid debt the third part is um, put your money to work this is very very important if you take a snippet survey of people let me even not use the word rich people that are wealthy you will find that they have put their money to use on different investment platforms and uh, they also have the core business that has bested these other other small 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 businesses so how do you put your money to work invest 
different different entities invest in different different entities that is how you put your money to use and that money as it comes it doubles it is generating itself so always put your money to good use by good use we are talking of investments there are so many investment platforms you've got treasury bills uh, others are buying shares you've got government bonds and many other investment platforms and you can also start up businesses that you can oversee yourself depending on the flexibility of your time the fourth item is you should be able to limit your debt debt is the number one downfall of a lot of people now what debt does to you is that not only does it limit your progress but it also destroys your name there are so many people that have lost out on business opportunities because of debt for example um, you might borrow some money from somebody and uh, promise to pay on a particular time frame and then you fail to pay for those people you never know who they are speaking to and that's very bad especially in business meaning you are building a bad name for yourself in business and as a person you find that even where you genuinely want to borrow other people will deny to give you money or where an opportunity presents itself for you to work with certain people or probably certain business associates they will be very skeptical to work with you because they know you don't have financial prudence you are constantly in debt and therefore you can jeopardize the whole plan so this is very important avoid borrowing avoid borrowing sometimes these things look simple but they've got a huge bearing one on your personality it attacks your personality it attacks your ego also if you start to hear what people talk about you behind your back three also potential assistance or potential business associates are put off because normally one thing you should understand about businessmen most of these successful businessmen before they work with you they will make sure they do a background check about you sometimes they even go to verify with your bank statements your bank your bank accounts uh, your lifestyle your spending and your financial trends so if those don't tally and they show that you, you are a red flag you are constantly in debt it disadvantages you even 
in a situation where you genuinely need to borrow probably to expand your business or for something it will write you off because of the constant uh, situations of debt that you are always in so please this one avoid an unnecessary borrowing whether at a personal level or for business it is not good number six continuously educate yourself in matters to do with business etiquette and ethics this might look simple but they are very very important because the way you look the way you behave and your character is very important to the people that you are dealing with out there take time to educate yourself on the business you are doing take time to educate yourself on what trends are happening in the particular business you are doing what new inventions what value additions can you add to your product or services that you are providing also it does not hurt you you can cross over to other businesses that you might have keen interest in study the market pattern study the trends in the business how best can you add value into that business if you had to go into the business what clientele are you targeting how are you going to target them what are the best ways of targeting such people constantly educate yourself with knowledge business knowledge and constantly educate yourself about the different serving platforms different investment platforms that way you are on the right path to making finances remember in the first lesson i said the journey to financial dependency is over a number of years it is not gradual for some it can even take as long as five years that's when you start seeing the results others even more than five years for you to start seeing the results so it is about consistency discipline and following all due diligence in everything i do so continuously educate yourself number seven understand the risks involved in anything you are doing if you have money and you have to invest it understand the risk of the business you have money you need to buy treasury bills understand the pros and cons should understand the lesser i put the lesser the returns i get in terms of percentages or if i buy bonds the lesser i get in terms of percentages what are the risks oh okay if the market uh, the close of business by government in that particular time frame is not doing well i might understand the risk if the risks are out in number the benefits you might have to think twice if you are ready for it depending on your savings you can take the greater risk so saving is very important the reason we save is from the savings you can use that as a backup for your businesses for investment in the 
events that unforeseen circumstances are occur in your businesses. So always understand the risk involved in the business venture that you are about to take. Even as you take money for savings, as you open an account, there is a risk. The bank might close. Just like if you are saving through Airtel money, you should understand the risk that they are fraudsters. How do you deal with it? So understanding the risk, both the bank or financial institution you serve with, the business we are going into is very, very important in the sense that it will also help you on how you manage your finances and it will trigger the desire to save because you know anything can happen. And should that thing happen, I should not be found wanting. And one of the good qualities of a prudent financial manager or business person is the ability to be ready for unseen circumstances and still thrive above the occasion to be able to sell through to the next cost of the business page until things are better. Are we together? Yes. Okay. Number eight. Diversification of businesses. Like I said earlier on, in my preamble, you have the mother business, the core business, and then you can also venture into other other businesses, businesses that generate money. Remember, I gave an example of most wealthy people are into different different business, but with one core business. So diversify your investments. Invest in different businesses. Now, the, I must make mention that. As you start with one business, you are learning the trends and the etiquette of business. Once you ground that business, it is very easy to start up other businesses and see them grow. So you grow with time and you learn, you also learn from your mistakes and you learn through experience. So when you get that experience, you've learned from your mistakes you can now use your excess surplus to reinvest in other businesses so that you've got multiple streams of income so you can diversify your business investments at this point after having the experience the know-how on how to run businesses uh, number eight maximize the benefits you get from businesses remember I talked about uh, the aspect of putting yourself on a salary whenever you are running a business a business should not just be run anyhow where money come money go money come money go put yourself on a salary now in that salary, that, uh, you can also add certain benefits towards your future savings and you can also assign to it certain benefits. What do I mean by these benefits? For example, instead of you going physically to pay cash every time there is a sickness at the hospital, 
you can invest your money in healthcare plans. For example, Prudential, you've got professional insurance, health schemes. Always in, uh, avoid using out-of-pocket money for certain services. Have schemes in place. Are we together? Hello? Are we together? Yes, we are. Men, we're together. Yes. Yes. Avoid out-of-pocket expenses. Where possible, depending on the stage of your business, pay for schemes. Assign benefits of the business for yourself. Health schemes, educational schemes for children. That way, you're securing their future. For example, uh, Barclays Bank has got a service whereby you can make an agreement with them for each one of your children, you can be contributing 200 pacha per month uh, over a period of 10 years. So that 200 you contribute after, uh, say, a period of five years, they'll also add up a 200. So meaning every month you would have been contributing 400 butter plus an upper percentage. So you'll find that by the time your child is reaching uh, college education, you have enough surplus fund, probably a 400,000, which is enough to cater for all their college education and something to start up with. So you would have saved yourself the trouble of removing money from your pocket to pay for those school fees. So the profit you'll be generating will just be yours and you don't have to worry about paying for school. So that's what I mean by that. These saving plans, you should utilize them because they help in the long run. And for some, there are certain policies where you can save with them for a period of three years. After three years, you get your premium uh, together with your interest and you can reinvest, get the money on top, reinvest. So these are some of the ways or platforms that people that have got money save themselves from unforeseen circumstances or that's how they generate some of their capital to reinvest in other businesses. So let's make use of this as we grow in our businesses. So, number 10, uh, we should also pay attention to the necessary taxes that we are supposed to pay. And this has seen the downfall of many businesses. Remember, we talked about continuously educating yourself. Whatever business you have to venture, are there any levies, are there any taxes that you are supposed to pay? Make sure you are up to date with those payments of the levies or taxes because you don't want Zedari uh, to bring a bill for you for over three years after your business has grown and then you've been squandering your money and then once you pay them off, it is the same as closing the businesses. So always know what levies, what taxes you are supposed to pay for the particular business venture that you are into so that you do not land yourself 
same problem. And remember, a lot of companies have had issues because of taxes, and they've had to close forcibly because of this. So this is very, very important. Make sure you pay everything you have to pay in order for your business to run smoothly without any external pressures from uh, the political figures. Because once you attract political uh, enmity with the state towards your business, then your business is en route to its downfall. So very, very important to observe the taxes and the levies you are supposed to pay for the particular business that you are doing. Number 11, you should plan for the unexpected. Now it all comes, because if you look at all these points I've outlined, the aspect of savings is always reoccurring. Remember I said a business as an entity should have its own money after paying you your salary and everything. It should have its own money, 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 because the business is a person also on its own. It should have its own money. So that money should, because of the different economic trends and the different demand patterns, should your business be affected in any way? As a result of those savings, you are able to pump back into your business or you are able to change to another business. So, as you plan for the, the only best way to plan for the unexpected is to have liquid cash, cash in liquidity through savings. Always have this because some the importance of this is also the unexpected cannot only be the negative side, the unexpected can also be a positive side. For example, a new opportunity in your business arises and you need capital injection. You need to go back to your savings. Remember, we are we are against the issue of borrowing. So, savings helps you to deal with the unexpected things that might come. These unexpected things may be a negative shock towards your business, or it could be a positive shock to your business, which would require reinvestment to maximize your profits. So, always have liquid cash somewhere. So, saving in everything you do is very cardinal. Number 12, the, the last one, avoid procrastination. If you have an idea of a business, you see, mm, what we see as reality today was at one point a figment of somebody's imagination. Out of imagination comes reality. So what, what comes to your mind to do? Do it. Do things diligently as they are supposed to be done. Avoid postponing. Be punctual. Hello? Hello? Yes, we can get you. 
be punctual with your program. Write an action plan. This month, I'm supposed to achieve this and make sure I achieve. Also, put indicators, evaluation and monitoring indicators. Okay, this done. Did I do it 100%? No, I did it 70%. Why did I fail to meet the 100% target? It was as a result of ABC. Self-evaluation helps also. So, procrastination. Once you start, procrastination is as good as failure. Procrastination is good as failure. I'll study tomorrow. Ah, no, I'll study tomorrow. You start studying for 30 minutes. Ah, since today I've done 30 minutes. Tomorrow, one hour. Because everything that happens, happens within time. Remember, Uncle Wesley says, uh, told us something about time and chance. It is all within a specified period of time. So the longer you delay, somebody will jump onto that and they will start working into your idea and progress and then you'll just be there. I had the same idea. I mean, who's going to even listen to you? People believe in the actual and not the ideal. So, procrastination, procrastination, emphasis, should not be a part okay. of your lifestyle. Procrastination in every aspect of life is a recipe for failure. Actually, it is the number one recipe for failure in almost everything that man does. So, those are the 12 points that I think are going to help us in uh, achieving financial stability, financial prudence and for us to be effective in whatever venture that we start. So other than this, we should understand the purpose of financial management or financial independence. The questions you should ask yourself now is, okay, if I make money, what is the purpose for my making money? Do I make money to keep on investing and make, make, make more money? Then what after that? Because if you look at the Maslow's uh, hierarchy, after you reach self-actualization, then what? You start looking for other challenges. And this is where people lose it now. You start doing things out of your own imagination, whether they please God or they don't please God. So, now, narrowing it down to us, children of God, what is the purpose of making this money? After we've made this money, yes, God has blessed all our businesses, we've developed all these uh, skills, they are very innate in us and they are very evident and others are able to learn from us. So now, what next? What are we going to do with this experience and this money that we have made? So, 
some things that are going to help us to be in check, even as we are on this path to achieving financial independence. Right? We should understand that uh, the sole purpose of financial independence is to meet your personal needs and that of others. Because success is not only for you, but it should be a blessing for others. Above all, for the expansion of the kingdom of God. Me. That is your mandate. So, any success out of this fair, it leads to destruction now. Money is the root of all evil, becomes a reality in your life. So, in our pursuit to making this money, we should understand that we've got an obligation to kingdom advancement, we've got an obligation to the poor, and then it also helps us to fulfill the great assignment that God has given us here on earth. Let's not forget we are ambassadors and ours is to reconcile. So whatever we do should be within the confines of what God has commanded us to do here on earth. So another part that we use our financial independence and our influence because remember, once you have money, you've got power, you've got authority, and you have influence. Jikon, you have two minutes. Okay. Once you have financial independence, you've got power, you've got authority, you've got influence. And you use that influence to spearhead the agenda of the kingdom of God. Are we together? Then... Uh, we should use this money also and our authority and everything we've achieved to create a positive change and influence into the society and the country which is based on the word of God. Hello. Am I the only one who's not hearing to go me on that? Don't hear him either. We can't hear him, right? No, we can't. I think he's 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 disappeared with the network. Anyway, I think he was winding up. I believe we've heard what uh, he's he was saying. I um, think he'll be coming back to answer the questions that we'll be having shortly just after Angoezi concludes the whole matter. So Angoezi, the floor is yours. Okay, good night everyone.
Good night. Good night. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay. Hey, uh, Jacob Miranda is really a hammer there. Eh? <laughs> okay, that was a good one. Okay. Uh, well, basically, with what he said, I really don't have much to say or to conclude. Uh, the only thing I can do is uh, maybe just do a recap of what I said last time, and then. Uh, get to answer the two questions that are pending and maybe we can we'll see what goes on from there okay uh what i really said uh, last time when we had this meeting was um we were looking at money and we had a definition of concerning money which uh, we had two definitions basically there was one where we talked about money uh being an exchange uh thing that we get to have which the community i believe has explained okay and then the other part is where we say money is a tool okay it's something that uh, is there to serve okay our needs and uh, it helps us fulfill certain purposes all right okay and then we talked about having self control where uh, as much as money is meant to save you Christ but in an says something where he says uh, you cannot save both money and God okay you either save one or the other and in this case in looking at the way uh, Christ responded to one of the temptations concerning the devil okay he says uh, save God all right so the moment you decide to serve God then it means money has to serve you okay and in it serving you you do not let it okay kind of like um uh control you in some way and that's how the aspect of self control came in where you control yourself you 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 uh, control yourself in the sense to say um you begin to apply the wisdom that you have based on the understanding that you also already have concerning money okay concerning what you want to do in terms of the priorities that you have in life that have to do with money okay and i i i picked an example that the uh, contrary had actually used uh, uh before i i i i said anything cuz he said something about uh, you having money and uh, uh, you know focusing on you just buying a dress and things like that but then the question comes in to say okay fine uh, i get to buy the dress all right i put it on today i look good i put it on tomorrow i look good but then what okay uh, as much as the dress is there to help you but the question that comes in is what is the priority in your life okay uh, let's look at the priority that you need in your life okay now this brings me to answering uh the two questions that were asked the first question came uh, from Busa okay and he asked okay uh, you've been saving money for some time because you want to go and buy some pizza you know indeed being a terrific tuesday you want to get uh, double you know double for your belly okay so and then before you get to do that okay and then you realize that you need uh, to buy shoes a pair of shoes okay so if you get to divert 
the money that you've been saving for for pizza to get to buy a pair of shoes okay does it mean that you're not disciplined or does it mean okay you've not exercised self-control i believe that was the question okay um Basically, like I said earlier on, when it comes to money, wisdom should be a priority, okay? And uh, as much as wisdom should be a priority, it's something that you should apply, okay? And in this case, you have to look at the needs that you have and the wants that you have, okay? A need is something that you cannot do without. You just have to, okay? For example, case in point water. Okay, you need water, you need air, you need food, okay, uh, you want a certain thing, a want is something that you can do without, you know, it's something that you just get to enjoy once in a while, okay, then that depends on whatever it is that you feel like, okay, yeah, but then, even if you didn't have that, it doesn't mean that you will not continue living, so you, you get to look at the, the, the tool, okay, what do I need most what is the need between the shoe the pair of shoes and the pizza itself okay uh, i can do without the pizza but i cannot do without the pair of shoes uh, basically if those are the only ones that when i buy i get to have because i'll need to put on shoes wherever it is and i'm going if i'm a school going person i need shoes to go to school okay if i'm a working class person i need shoes to go to my working place all right if 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 but for whatever it is that you need okay to do uh more especially which involves you walking long distances or traveling to certain places you need a pair of shoes okay but it doesn't mean that you need pizza you know for me to go to school i need pizza for me to go for work i need pizza you know for me to travel i need pizza okay so now you get to sit down and you get to look at it okay fine as much as i've been serving but now here's something that has come in that i did not even plan for but it's much more of priority than what i was looking at then uh, i think for me i would go with the shoes and i wouldn't see anything wrong with you doing that so the most important thing is look at your needs okay uh, and look at whatever it is that you want to achieve with the money that you have and the benefits that you're going to get from whatever it is that you're going to do okay in this case like we're talking about the shoes and the pizza the shoes have got much more of a benefit than the pizza have okay biologically speaking now if the pizza few days later is out it's gone all right but with the shoes okay i get to put on the shoes and maybe looking at the gym bit of the shoes it'll take me a few maybe a year or, or, or two before i need another pair okay basically maybe if i put on the shoes it will help me get to go get the pizza next time when i get to save some money for pizza but what i'm trying to say all in all in answering the question is let us look at the needs of and how much of a benefit those needs are to us okay all right uh second question came from um, mrs siamulanfu that is the uh, veronica siamulanfu and she'd ask okay uh you've raised capital okay you're saving money to start up a business and before you can even start up the business um a child falls ill okay now just like i had said earlier on we need to look at our needs 
But now, with this one, as much as it's got need, we're now also going to look at responsibility. Okay? Uh, you've got a responsibility to your child. Okay? Uh, that child has been given to you from God, or God has given you that child. You know, and has placed uh, 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 that child under your responsibility and under your care. All right? Okay, and then uh, you get to look at the business. Okay, can I do without the business? Okay, can I do without the business for now? Okay, but can I do without my child for now? Because now you're looking at the two. Which one is much more important? Definitely, wisdom will tell me that the health of my child is far much more important than the business at hand currently and therefore I will go for the health of my child okay that is life that God has given you alright as much as the business is important but right now you need the wisdom to be able to tell the truth and according to my opinion now this is my opinion I will look at the health of my child more than the business itself okay alright uh, I have answered the questions okay hello so I don't know wait just a minute I don't know I think for me you've answered I don't know the owners of those questions but there's another question in the comment section there's a scripture that has been quoted and then uh, uh, he's asking how can you link this like how can you explain I think you should look at the comment uh, uh, there's a question that has been asked uh, just under the scripture so uh, to those uh, that pose their questions, that uh, Mrs. Yamlanfo, has your question been answered? And uh, Papa, sir, has your question been answered or there is another question that comes after the answer? Hello? Yes, yes. Uh, Oh, I'm not falling asleep. <laughs> I don't know if I have a gun. I mean, I'm a question. <laughs> I think they, they are talking, but they haven't admitted their mic. Uh, we'll start with Mrs. Yamlam. Veronica, has your question been answered? Cinderella. Can I stay out in the car, but Mike is here for Papa, has your question been answered? Uh, no, it hasn't. Actually, I was, I was. I was listening in part at some point my phone started rebooting on its own so I think I, I must have missed the part where he was explaining okay, okay so you missed the part where he answered it so he did answer it I, 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 didn't, I didn't hear that <laughs> okay, it's much more profitable to get the pair of shoes than the pizza because the pair of shoes is much more beneficial to you in that it's mm, been, the network is uh, bad. Much, <laughs> the network is bad. Network. Mm. 
I think Papa's network, I didn't hear what he said. I just heard that he didn't get the part. So, so I, I, we, we didn't get what he said. I think the network was breaking as well. Okay. I think Mwanzea goes to come, but he, he missed the part where you were explaining. So, Maybe if we can just do a quick... No, 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 no. Eh. No, I heard what he has to say. I, I said that I, I did, at some point my phone started rebooting on its own. I don't know what happened, but... Oh, okay. I'm going one day. Okay, can you get us now? Yes, loud and clear. All right. Uh, just, just, just... Uh, was just, uh, just to paraphrase whatever it is that I had to say what I said is uh, it's much more beneficial to get the pair of shoes even if it's something that uh, and it, it is something that came in unplanned for okay because when you look at the pair of shoes and you look at the pizza uh, the pizza for me uh, is a want but the pair of shoes is a need okay and in this situation you, you the, the need outweighs the want Therefore, even if the pair of shoes is something that just happened suddenly, I think I would go for the pair of shoes because it serves a much more, it serves, uh, let me just say, it, uh, it's more beneficial for me to have the pair of shoes than the pizza itself. As good as the pizza can be, but the pair of shoes is much better. Okay. So what comes in is the wisdom to be able to tell the difference between a want and a need and going for a need because you can't live without the need but you can live without the want. Okay? Meaning I can live live without the pizza but I can't live without the pair of shoes. You have answered that the owner of that question has disappeared but he will listen from the words I think. It's disappeared. Okay. It looks like he's having trouble with the network. So, yeah, you were saying something. Now, there's a question in the in the the comments. So, if you can okay. answer that one. Okay, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm trying to find out what is the question here because all I'm reading is. Okay, can you link that? Can you link that? In, uh, okay, uh, okay. Yes, no, like it's, uh, Five ten. Those who love money will never have enough. How upset you think that wealth brings to happiness? How do we link it all? Okay. Uh, one thing that you need to understand is the money has got a way and a funny way of changing people. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll give you an example. I'm working right now. Okay. And hypothetically speaking, mm. I get paid 10,000 quarter, right? Okay? So mm. for the next three months, I'll be getting that 10,000 quarter. It'll be enough and I'll be very excited about the amount of money I'm getting. But eventually down the line, the 10,000 quarter will not be enough, you know? I'll be like, okay, why can't I just move to 15? Okay, and then I move to 15. I'll get excited. But with time... Okay, the 15 will also not be enough. All right. Now, uh, one thing you need to understand is that money will always never be enough. Okay. No one will ever be content with money. Okay. The more we want, the more we have, okay, the more we also want to have more to what we already have. Okay. So, uh, 
uh, looking at the passage itself, I believe the writer is saying to say, uh, we should learn, hypothetically, uh, it says those who love money will never have enough. Uh, the thing is that as long as you've got this desire to have money in your life, it will never be enough for you. Because uh, the thing is, the moment you use money, it goes and it goes for good, it never comes back. So the, you need some more. So when you fall in love with it, uh, it's more like chasing the wind, in short. Okay? You never catch mm. it. You know, you always be running after it and you never get a hold of it. And that's just what it's saying here. Okay? How upset to think that wealth brings true happiness. Uh, honestly speaking, um, money will never make you truly happy. Okay? It will never give you the satisfaction okay or fulfilling your purpose why because you'll be missing certain things in your life it's either you have money and you don't have true friends because i'll tell you one thing very few people that have money have got genuine friends that's just the fact if you've got money and you've got genuine friends you've got very few genuine friends you've got a lot of fake friends and it happens Okay, so it never gives you that happiness that you need because you're always questioning the kinds of friends that you have. Do these people really care about me because of me as in just me being a person or do they care about me because of the money that I have? Okay, are they after the money or they are, are they after me? So you, you, you never have that true happiness. And secondly, you always be restless because you always be thinking to say, okay, how can I make more of this because the moment it goes then that is it so you always get what it's like you're worried all the time to say okay uh, then what and in the process you want to make more and more and in so doing you become a slave at the end of the day just like I said earlier on money was created to serve us okay but in this situation it's where now you begin to serve money you become a slave to money which is not the case because God's intention was never to make us slaves okay of anything and to anything alright mm -hmm. whatever it is that was created we were supposed enjoy therefore if it does not bring true happiness then there's something wrong okay because uh, when you read uh, in first uh, Timothy must be 6 5 if I'm not mistaken uh, just right at the end Paul talks about us being contempt contained with what we have now we need to discipline ourselves we need to learn to be content with what we have okay mm -hmm. to be to be happy with where we are to be happy with what we have because at day Paul says set your mind and your heart on the things that are above and not on the things below because these things here on earth are just temporal okay so the moment you have that mindset okay where you set your things on the things above or in short what he was trying to say is let your mind be on the spiritual stuff okay and like on the physical stuff because the physical stuff is a temporal thing 
but the spiritual tasks and things, they are forever, they will last forever. And you will find true joy in those things. And one of those things in terms of the spiritual stuff is fulfilling your purpose in Christ. Okay, fulfilling your purpose, yeah, to, to fulfilling your purpose concerning the kingdom of God, which money is supposed to save you, to, to, to save for you to do. Or should I say, it's supposed to be there to help you fulfill that purpose. Okay? Uh, so basically, um, the most important thing is don't love money. Okay? Desire money, but don't love it to the point where it makes you a slave. Okay? Two, be content with what you have. Okay? Be content with what you have. I think basically that's all I can say uh, according to the question that has been asked. Unless there's somebody else who feels the the the, 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 the they can contribute, well, they're most welcome. I can see there's another verse down there. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. Then what? Okay. What's the point of having money? Uh, the more you have, the more people come to help you spend it. So what is the advantage of wealth except perhaps to watch it run through your fingers? Like I said, okay, money was created to serve us, okay? And in the process, in serving us, it is to help us fulfill the purpose that God has given us, okay? Right now, we all have one mandate, and that is to preach the gospel of Christ, okay, to the world. So if I don't have money, I don't have the means to travel from point A to point B. But if I've got the money, I'll be able to travel from point A to point B and preach to whoever it is that is at point B. And from there, preach to whoever it is that is at point C. At the end of the day, I would have traveled or ministered to each and every one with the help that money serves in terms of providing transport, providing uh, 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 lodging places as in where to live, okay, uh, provide buying food for, 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 for the travel and everything. And apart from that, it serves a lot, okay, when it comes to the ministry of ministering the Word of God because that's what each and every one of us is supposed to do. So uh, money serves a purpose, yes. We need the money, yes. Okay, but we need to know how to control ourselves when it comes to money. We need to know how to handle it. Okay, let it serve us, not us serving it and becoming a slave to it. Okay, when once that happens, then it becomes an error. Okay, all right. I think we've answered that one. Uh, what, what else is there? Okay. Um, I think for for the questions. These are the only ones mm-hmm. that are there. And there's another one that I think I gave Deacon Muyunda to answer. The one that talks about... Um, Deacon, do you have that question? Somebody actually asked, I think they've dropped out. Somebody asked, uh, they asked, they said, um, they actually gave a scripture. Um, oh, it's, uh, it was misquoted for them. That's me. So let me just read read uh, the question. I think you can address it. Mm, what is that question? Just a minute, I read the question. Mm. 
the question basically says that uh, what uh, what um okay says in terms of management of money there's a bib, uh, biblical principle in Luke 6:8 that says give and you shall receive uh this i believe is include uh, includes giving tithe so if you have a custom of giving to the needy is it also necessary to give tithe so this question was brought about and we explained part of it i think i've given it to the community to just say part of it but say his his part and then if there are people who also need to contribute they can Okay. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Uh, I will look at this uh, question from another perspective. You know, first of all, I would like to say that it is very interesting that uh, in this our generation, the issue of tithe has been very uh, has been a tightly contested issue. Uh, Yes, but it was not really an issue. So the question here first is, where is this, is this concept against type coming from? From which premise does it stand on? Uh, looking at the question, the question is based more on assisting the poor and not typing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Hello? Yes. Yes. So, why then substitute tithe in preference for the poor? Yes, in as much as uh, we've been commanded to assist the poor, but tithe is also an obligation because tithe is money that helps in the extension of the kingdom of the Remember, that is our core, core goal to win stores and part of the time is uh, towards that intention. So for me basically uh, it it has more to do with uh, people's uh, selfish desire and avarice, let me say greed. Uh, 10% is rather too much for people when they've got money to give. So instead of giving 10%, they would rather 2% goes to the poor and forsake giving to the house of God. So really, tithe is an obligation. And if we look at Abraham, our father, Abraham gave tithe 600 years. And then later, uh, 600 years afterwards, that's when the law was given. So, could we then say tithe belonged to the law, to the era of the law, as people put it? If Abraham, through whom we are blessed, gave tithe 600 years before the law, are you seeing that paradox there? And then, if you do an explicit study of the Word of God, there is no scripture, whether in the New Testament, that uh, says you should not give time. 
So, tithe is an obligation for every believer. If our father Abraham gave tithe, so we also give tithe. And yes, it is also our moral obligation to help the poor. But the storehouse, the storehouse, which is the church, you must give tithe. Personally, tithe, 10%, depending if God has blessed you with more, you can even give exceedingly above 10%. 10% should not even be an issue. Because we give to honor God. We give to honor God. So, tithe is an obligation, and I've never come across personally a scripture in the world that forbids to pay tithe, whether in the New Testament or in the Old Testament. And Abraham, who seemed to become poor, also paid tithe. And he is an, our example. And we make an inference of him tithe also being made in the New Testament. So really, there is no scripture that says we should not pay tithe, but rather tithe is an obligation. It's an honor. It's a, it, it's, we pay tithe out of honor to God. And then we should also understand that most people that are, are propagating this uh, are people indirectly or directly attacking the church. And all this has come up as the church has been prospering over the years. So, we should also be mindful about some of the concepts that we follow, least to substitute. Okay, the question I'll pose then again is, which one is more important? The poor or ministry, which is the assignment that God gave us? Maybe I'll pose it in this group, then from there we can move forward. I think the Bible tells us that the poor will always have. <laughs> yes. So I think the ministry is more important. To win souls, it's more important. The poor will always have. So let's win souls. So if child and what helps in the feathering of the kingdom of God, we will go for that. Yes. So. This is the reasoning I want to take on this stuff. The poor we will have always, but ministry, that is an assignment, reconciliation, reconciling, and tithe is one of the things. So that's why I mentioned the issue of avarice. Avarice is extreme, extreme greed of man. They don't want to give because the premise is that the pastor, the bishop, reverend, or whoever will eat the money and they are making them rich. That is where the problem is. Two, the current prosperity that we, we have seen in the church has to an extent steered controversy for people in the world 
because with these resources that the church has been blessed with, the gospel is being preached to all the four corners of the earth. And hence, this contradiction. Mm-hmm. I'll pose another question here. Before you criticize these men of God to say, our men of God to say, no, the man of God was doped. The man of God was involved in this business and this happened. And we've had in instance, certain instances where men of God have been uh, accused of theft and all these other vices and we marvel at them. Have you for once sat down to think to say this man of God has a family has got bills and they need to survive. So, whose duty and responsibility is it to look after them? Mind you, their core assignment is to work in our lives as believers and they should spend more time in the presence of God, Mm. hearing from God, and then ministering to us. But instead, those needs are not met. They are forced to go out there to outsource. And they encounter those problems. And we, as believers, are the first to condemn them. Forgetting that we are not honoring our obligation. I hope I'm answering how this whole concept is being built around. Mm-hmm. Am I speaking to someone? Yes. Yes. So, we should be very careful what we listen to and how people present it to us. Tithe is an obligation. It is one of the greatest investments you can make as a believer towards kingdom advancement. And it is a show of the honor that you have for God for what he has blessed you with. And it is that which helps also things for the statement to run according to the vision that God has assigned and it serves the statement from being found in unnecessary compromising situations. Because Nzala, Sisanka. Eh? People are forced. This is why sometimes certain men of God um, have compromised because of the same. But it is the duty bound of every believer to tithe, give offerings, solve it, and also to help the poor. Tithe should not be substituted. If anything, it helps if all the needs of the man and the revision are met. The gospel is preached at a rather bigger platform and then it gives the man also ample time to be in the presence of God and hear from God.
because that's what God has called them for. Be in His presence, hear from God, minister to the people, and then that way the gospel is being spread. So the reason, my logical conclusion to this is that the reason why somebody would choose to help the poor is that from my understanding, from whatever they make, those poor people that you claim to give will not even get 10%. They will get lesser than 10% and then give up mm-hmm. it. Another question which I will leave you as food for thought. Tell me any pastor or statesman or reverend or bishop that has single-handedly financed a church of 500 people. That's a question. Hello? I thought it is food for thought. Food for thought. Well, I believe, I believe most of that. No. Okay. It's food for yes, but in form of a question. Eh? <laughs> yes, in form of a question. Yes. Uh, food for thought. Let us think, then we'll come back to you and we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Please. food for that. Think about that. Tell me mm-hmm. how possible it is for a single state man without the assistance of the members running a congregation of between 500 to 1,000 members. Mm. That's food for thought. And let's be mm-hmm. realistic and pragmatic in our thinking. Then we'll be able to answer the question whether we can forsake tight and start assisting the poor. And I hope I have answered the brother or sister that asked that question. To me, tight is an obligation of every believer. Abraham tight 600 years before the the time of the covenant and that practice was neither it was not abolished not even in the new testament there is no explicit scripture in the bible according to what i've read i stand to be corrected that ever abolished time so a genuine believer the issue of time should not even be subject to debate. But these are just concepts. Uh, personally, I feel these are concepts that are brought about by people with ill motive to fight the church from within. And if you look at this trend, this trend is only happening mostly in our generation. And if you look backwards, this was never really an issue in the church because people knew their obligation of giving towards the church. Mm. Thank you. Okay, thank you so much, Deacon. Um, 
I believe we've gone way, way beyond time. Um, I pray that this, that uh, the questions that have been answered, they, they've been recorded. I'll post. Uh, I hope I do post this, this record. Those who didn't manage to stay up to this time, and bundles they are still up away, they'll be able to hear this. Uh, so um, I think this this issue, this subject of tithe, really needs to be. Yeah, subject that we need to look at. I think we'll schedule something. Because what you are saying, Dikon, is true. It's very true. Um, we have excuses, we have our own theories, we have our own teachings, scope, thoughts, and apak. Yeah, so it needs to come back. Please, my youth, we need to know. Uh, that's why we tend to have such questions that's why we tend to have such questions because like the person who asked who asked the question I don't know if it's uh, it's not the same as giving tithe I thought the same poor and the what when I take care of them it's the same as me taking care of the way uh, if I pay tithe to be taken care of the storehouse or the, the man of God or whoever works in the temple or whoever works at church, it's, they are one and the same people, they are children of God. So I've decided to take care of a different wing and not the other wing. So there are all those questions. So I think we need to advertise it well. We make it a topic not for one day, um, for more than a day or so. Yes, so still come back to this as a whole topic like we've been doing for I am a topic saying we have two days or so just to understand Maningi Palitaiz and we hear my theories and and my school of thoughts about type from different people. I'll, I'll, I'll consult and then still come back with the dates and uh, when it will be next. But otherwise, um, Tonight we've had a great meeting, but was was still like dropping out. Uh, the was dropping out. I pray that uh, next time we'll have a full house. Mm, we'll have a full. Oh, Simon has the question. Simon, what's your question? Next time, I didn't see that. Simon. Onika gone. Yeah, the best thing that you can do is uh, it's not necessary that when you ask when you ask the questions then you answer them now. No. Ask the questions. And then the first, the next time that we have a meeting, we'll be able to answer those questions. So the best thing is ask them now. So give us time to research, guys. Ah, I'll keep the questions for next time. Guy, Africa, I'm back in scriptures. house, you need in this house, you need to come fully loaded, and you know what you're talking about. Okay. 
No, I saw that to survival. We are in background. We are in background. But petty mafunzabu say your questions. Please write them. Then go by youth group, and then we'll be able to tackle them here. Because there, there will be like an eye cut for those who are not much to attend. They want to know, and they will come and attend our meetings because we won't answer them from there. Okay. okay. Uh, I wanted to find out one thing. Is our meeting on yes. tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow we are on, but tomorrow we are talking about something different. That's up to Simon. He will inform us. I think he will inform us about tomorrow's meeting, how it's going to be. Creation waits eagerly for the manifestation of the ambassadors. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. You know, it's, it's where you are playing pool with your friend, okay? And then as you're playing pool, he's just putting in each and every ball non-stop, okay? He's not even giving That's the way it is. It's like whitewash. You are loaded with miracles. I want you to know, you are a miracle worker. But many of us feet, I God has appeared. Yes. Just things that you didn't even plan for. You didn't. It's something that wakumbi na nakumbi. It's not really. It's not. It's not something that you need. Like you really want. It's a necessity. It's just something that. Just because you saw it with someone, you also want to have it. In word. In purity. In your lifestyle. You are not of the earth. You are from God's kingdom. We are all ambassadors and everyone has been sent on this earth to do something. How you need to carry yourself as an ambassador. I've got the keys for the inbox. Also <laughs> <laughs> an issue of uh, serving. Other than investing, it's also an issue of saving. You don't have to have huge amounts of money for you to save your money. You start little by little. The Bible says we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And God has given you that message for a purpose. And God has sent you in the field that you may speak his word to the people that are lost, that they must come back to God.